Welcome to May Contain Violence. I'm your host, David, for this Horror Appreciation Podcast. And we all float down here. I got a special guest, Sarah. Hi. Hi. Uh, introduce yourself. Well, my name is Sarah. I'm David's friend from work at the Home Depot. I don't know if you want me to add that in, but I felt it was ne- very necessary. <laughs> I think I've let that leak out a, fu- a couple of times here with uh, Mallory and that. It's kind yeah. of slipped out. So, uh, Yeah, we both work at Home Depot. Uh, we've known each other for a few years, but we really got to know each other more and during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And we found out each other's uh, likes and uh, appreciation of uh, horror. And you found out you were a Stephen King fan. Mm-hmm. Well, especially when I came over to your like department and met, that's when we became like more friends. Yeah. But yeah, and we talked about our interests and stuff, and we're like, oh, very, very similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tried to do this last year, but things didn't work out, and there was restrictions on who you could have over, and so this has been a long time coming, uh, which is ironic because you are the first live guest i have with oh my god <laughs> within my uh apartment studio slash studio <laughs> it's very nerve-wracking it sounds silly but once you're here you're like oh my gosh um yeah don't worry it's just a conversation here mm-hmm. um but i had you specifically over here so we can talk about a certain miniseries and two movies based mm-hmm. on Stephen King's It. Yeah. Of which we neither of us have read the book. <laughs> yeah, I know. Kind of Bad lie. Stephen King fans. It's just so long, though. It It is. And that was one of the criticisms uh, when it first came out was the, the huge number of page count. Mm-hmm. Um, although, apparently, when it came out, it was the number one hardcover. Uh, New York Times bestseller list and all that. So, yeah. you know, people weren't that discouraged from it's it. It's probably worth the read, right? Because I think so. Um, if if it's on Audible, I think I might get it on Audible because mm-hmm. I just don't have enough time to. Read. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. I don't have the time for this. Like, there's no way I'm reading all those pages. Like, how many pages are there? Um, well, over a thousand, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, although I did read The Stand, and that was almost oh. as big, too. And okay. That was, that was quite good. But, yeah, I just haven't gotten around to uh, to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we jump into that, I wanted to ask you your first experience with the horror genre. And in what form? Okay, well, besides, like, my first movie I've ever saw, which we'll talk about later, which is it, the first, like, first-time experience would have to be Goosebumps, the series. Because like at the time, um, R.L. Stein came out with this thing for children, and I never heard of anything like that before until this day. So that was like super hot in the 90s. That was never a thing with me. I, I really had no horror liter- literature other than the stuff for adults. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I had... Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew, but that was more suspense. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought they had good covers, but I could never get into the books. And it wasn't horror. And I think my first experience was probably an illustrated novelization of Dracula. Yeah. But oh my gosh. <laughs> to have an actual 
horror series based for mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, that's why I guess like my era, right? It's so lucky to have that because I don't think they have anything else like that. Like at like it's probably like, you know, Scooby Doo kind of a thing. Yeah. Like especially <laughs> this day and age and what you have to put on T V and what you're allowed to show. It's like you have to be very careful. So, like, anyone from the 90s, like, anyone who you talk to, like, will know Goosebumps, like, 100%, especially yeah. as a, like, a child. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up as a child in the 90s. I wasn't, like, a teenager, but um, that's my childhood and slowly turned into, like, a preteen. And, yeah, that was pretty good. It was kind of like a stepping stone I found for uh, Stephen King. I feel like he's oh, kind really? of like his... I don't know, like his son or something, but PG sort of version. <laughs> no, I get you. Yeah. Uh, how old were you when you started reading them? I think, so they went from 1995 to 98, like the like the series. And I think I might have been six, because I have all the books. I have the whole thing. Oh, wow. But that's only like the first series, like Goosebumps. There's about 60 books, I think. I could be wrong. Okay. But he did come out with so many different series like afterwards i didn't read any of those yeah well we covered uh uh, fear street uh movies and uh, mal and i were talking about the fear street books that he wrote which was for an older set more of a it's kind of like a preteen teenager i think fear street no fear street was for like goosebumps and then fear street was i think for like the 14 set oh yeah yeah um Mm -hmm. but uh Again, I never read any of those. I knew they existed, especially when I worked at I, I worked at a few uh, bookstores, be it used or um, bigger chains. Mm-hmm. So I knew they existed, and I always flipped through like and looked at the covers and and whatnot. Yeah, I, I was I was always kind of jealous as I, I never got these when I was a kid. You mm-hmm. know, it's I, I I I had to jump right into Stephen King. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, they never had that, so. Yeah, but I, I think it's great that R.L. Stein is that his real name too? I believe so. It's not a R. L. I've never really looked up if he has another okay. name, but. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, I'm like in awe of his of his uh, uh, his workload that he he did and his imaginations. He's um, a really good like writer, and he knows his like target audience mm-hmm. that's the thing i think that's what made him successful like he knew exactly who he was uh putting his material out to yeah um you know like i went back and even watched some and i thought like how the hell is this for children oh yeah because there are some scary ones to a t- uh, television series as well yeah. yeah so it was based on a series around kids and teenagers finding themselves in these like creepy and unusual situations uh, more supernatural not all supernatural though but okay. that's basically what the series was about if you ever want to watch it one day <laughs> but um there's like there was one episode until this day it's probably the scariest thing he's ever put out like it doesn't matter if you're an adult or a kid like you're probably going to be scared <laughs> have you heard of the haunted mask no episode? no i haven't oh. i the only, only one i vaguely am aware of it was it was a um it was like a, a doll oh or, like or, night of the dummy i think yeah that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's scary too that one i i, I know of mm-hmm. uh, i might have even even watched that one and it was on um ytv here in canada yeah i think i think they aired it mm-hmm. uh no no what's the uh the one you're talking about so it's called the haunted mask 
and it's about this girl. Her name is Carly Beth, and I remember all the names from it. She um, she got pranked on a lot in high school. I think it was middle school, but she fell for every single prank that was put on her and the kids. Like they always made fun of her. They teased her. So for revenge, she wanted to buy a scary mask. So mm-hmm. she walks. She goes to this books not bookstore um, Halloween store newly opened. And a really creepy old man owns it. And he goes, okay, well, these are the masks you can buy, this section. And then there was a room that said off limits. And, of course, she's like, like this shit isn't scary. Mm-hmm. And she goes, she wants to go in the off limits room. She goes in when he's not looking. And you see all these masks. They look like humans on, like, a pedestal pretty much. Yeah. And there's a sign that says the unloved ones. And they just look like these faces that have been fucked. And she puts it on. She's like, oh, my God, it's so scary. And then continues to go out. He's like, hey. She throws money, runs away, and steals it. Okay. But long story short, so she puts on the mask and eventually starts merging to her face. Oh. And she can't get it off. Oh. And it's so scary. <laughs> and if, if you watch this, I think you'll agree. Like, like wow, like that's scary for children. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mask fusing to your face. Yeah. <laughs> um, that sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And um, when it when it was viewed, it was in the States first. 7.9 million households were watching it. Mm-hmm. But it was filmed in Canada. And then the next day, they, they aired it in Canada. And right away, they had like a view count. And there was all over uh, 3 million people watching it. And it was... It's crazy. She actually ended up winning an award because you don't really hear that much on YTV, like children winning awards. She won right. a Gemini Award for best, uh, best children's pro- program. Yeah, just children's program in a series. I don't remember what it was exactly. Who who won the award? The director or the actress? The actress. Oh, okay. Yeah, her name wow. was Catherine Long. Um, yeah, best performance in a children's or youth program series. Oh, yeah. Okay. But Pretty impressive. 26 years later, like, it's still the scariest thing. <laughs> I, well, I read that online that he's ever put out. Are they uh, are they shown anywhere? Is there any streaming network or channel? You know what? I don't them? know. Yeah. Like, I haven't went back and looked, but I just go on YouTube and I'll, you know, search it and stuff. Right. But I don't know if they, they should show it. Yeah, it sounds like. How many, how many episodes did it go for? Oh, I don't remember that. Hmm. A lot. I remember it being around for a while. Like mm-hmm. if it was like, I, I'd see ads on it on, on like y- three YTV years, that. yeah, consecutively. That. Yeah, yeah, uh, full seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. All yeah. Right. Okay, so you would say it was a combination of the books and the TV show that was probably your intro. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that um, it started with. It might have started with the books because that's what my parents bought me, and at the time they're like, "You can watch this because Based it's, on books. it says." Yeah. For children, like, I don't know, it was like 6 to, to mm-hmm. 10 or something. Even though half the things I watched, I was like, oh, I was, I was actually really scared. So, But mm-hmm. it was good, though. And the endings always had like a positive sort of ending, kind of like a conclusion. Morality like, tale. Yeah, at least it had thing. that for children right. on like this big negative ending. Yeah. I think probably they had to do that. Like the network yeah. would tell them to do that. That's why they started putting in all those... Um, those messages at the end of like G.I. Joe and Masters mm-hmm. of the Universe and all that. And yeah. It's, yeah. You just have to. It's, it's just, <laughs> uh, it's so it wouldn't be just like a, a 
20 minute 25 minute tv advertisement for toys or for books or whatever mm-hmm. but um oh, that's pretty cool yeah and then there was also books he couldn't even release that were banned because it wasn't appropriate for kids oh really I forgot didn't to get look past the what, censors huh? yeah i forgot to look what books like those were but uh like one was about like rape right so obviously they couldn't right. air or that these, uh, mm-hmm. okay but he has, like, yeah, he has a mind of his own, so hmm. that's why I feel like he's sort of like a Stephen King, but a PG. Yeah, PG King. King. PG King. Yeah. Um, oh, that'd be interesting to see what King thinks about uh, uh, his about books. Him. Yeah, I should, yeah. I should have looked that up. Interesting. All right. Well, let's get uh, to it then. <laughs> okay. It. It, the miniseries from 1990. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember vividly when it first came out. Yes, first airing. I'm that old. Uh, okay. <laughs> it, was, it was a bit of a talk of the, of the classroom and my friends because we wouldn't see horror miniseries. Like, it just wasn't done because networks would... Are, are afraid of horror and scary things because they want viewers they don't want to scare away viewers yeah and um even stephen king thought tv is not a good medium for horror Mm -hmm. because of the network's uh strict adherence to keeping it clean and not too scary not too bloody uh whatnot um he he said in an interview that television is is a poor medium as well as for like special effects too it's like budget budgetary constraints Mm -hmm. and that so he was not a fan and he didn't think uh when um he wrote it that it would ever be brought to tv Mm -hmm. um but uh even though salem's lot which was the first uh miniseries based on his work was brought to tv and it was pretty critically acclaimed Mm -hmm. um probably in part because the director was an established horror director uh, toby hooper he directed right. texas chainsaw massacre mm-hmm. uh, so he did salem's lot um but you know how many years later uh, i think salem's lot was like 78 or so uh so about 12 years later they bring it to the small screen mm-hmm. um and yeah, I remember. I remember it coming out, and uh, everyone was ta- after we saw the first part. Everyone was talking about it. Everyone was like, "Oh, it's super, super scary, super scary." Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was a two-part miniseries, and uh, it was for its time. It was um, looking back. I don't, you know, it's you. You see the quality. You, yeah. you, you see the camera work. You see the the special. <laughs> some very outdated special effects, effects. yeah, yeah. Um, especially with the stop motion and all that and some of it is actually kind of funny not not scary um, but there's certain parts that still hold up um, so I saw it as it was coming out when did when did you see it so my first experience with this movie was kind of a fluke like it wasn't a planned night to watch it or anything uh, I was I believe I was six years old and my dad had me and my brother for the night my mom always had us but she wanted to go out and i remember back then i wanted to watch bambi for some reason i don't know why that was a thing at school like kids had coloring books and pictures 
it was all over TV and stuff. And I said, I really want to watch Bambi. I haven't seen Bambi yet. I wonder <laughs> if that, because it kind of, you know how Disney used to, oh, we're locking away in the vault for so many years. And then mm-hmm. we're bringing that back up. That might have been around that time it came back out. Yeah, maybe. VHS. Couldn't tell you. But that's what I wanted to watch. And we always went to the local video store. It's called Video Flicks mm-hmm. up at Cliffcrest Plaza. That was like my place I went to so my mom said to my dad they want to watch Bambi we didn't have it we have a lot of movies but we didn't have that one so we rented it no sorry my dad went and he said he rented it comes home and he goes okay we're gonna watch this at six o'clock puts it on and we're sitting there and you know it starts and I'm like hmm, this doesn't really look like uh cartoonish looking. <laughs> I just remember it in my my young mind right but this is so weird but like where's the fucking deer like it's not (laughs) popping out yet but i'm just waiting around a little more i'm like whatever it's gonna come how how old were you i was i remember i was six okay yeah yeah so we realized well i was starting to realize it wasn't bambi but i continued to watch it you know my brother was there but he was three years younger than me okay so i don't think he would have known and um i see this clown and obviously like kids that age like they like clowns because it's you know he has this fresh balloon Mm -hmm. it's you see ronald mcdonald on tv it makes you happy so i'm like okay maybe this is bambi because (laughs) in a kid's mind you see happy things right in children's movies and um the first time i got scared and i realized what was going on was when it was in front of like that his little house thing on the ravine Mm -hmm. so Ben's, oh, was, the sewer. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. You know, they're in the field and you have the oh, house okay. behind it. It was when Ben heard his dad. He's like, hey, buddy, come on over, right? So he yeah. sees his dad and then slowly the dad turns into it. And I just remember like I just started crying and crying <laughs> because it was so <laughs> terrifying, right? Because like I realized what was going on. I'm like, this clown is like terrible like I thought clowns were supposed to be good Uh and nice and stuff like that and I just I remember crying so hard being so scared because you're not prepared for that so that's a a little bit into the first episode so you got past the sewer part without being scared yes really I must have not have been paying attention or something because I just I know that was the part where I realized oh okay it was and it like the sewer part wasn't very um it wasn't too crazy right in the mini no like, not in the mini I think because that's I just kind of looked past it he was just not. grabbed and pulled it yeah, yeah whatever right yeah. the new one was much more visceral I just thought he was going down for a swim or something with him because so, <laughs> you, you don't understand when it, you're that young it's amazing how the young <laughs> mind will um kind of uh change the narrative so it could mm-hmm. understand um that's funny <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so your dad, on a mission to go get Bambi, came home with it the miniseries instead. Yes, because he wanted to watch it and he really liked that movie. I was like, what the hell? And you know, we did your mom give him hell after? She so she didn't find out till maybe a month or two later, mm-hmm. because she knew I like clowns. Like my uncle built me this clown. It was like a puppet for my birthday. It hung over my ceiling already terrible over my bed but i liked it at the time i was never afraid and i would just start crying and crying i want it taken down i'd go to like to the ronald mcdonald play place and he was always there and i'd mm-hmm. sit on his lap and like they had these statues i would start yeah. crying and she's like why the hell 
you keep crying. And then she asked my dad, he goes, <laughs> I put on this movie and I told him we were going to watch Bambi. And she was, she was really mad. She was, and you know, honestly, like this was my fear probably till I was like 13. Cause I think oh, cause just that, it sounds stupid, but like the young mind, right. They get traumatized over stuff like that. Cause I just thought clowns were good, but it, I, it's scary. Not when Stephen King writes them. No, nope. no, no, um, no. <laughs> wow so yeah. you 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 were it was like a forced exposure of uh mm-hmm. of it for you and i don't know why we continued to watch the rest of the movie even though i was still four hour long movie yeah <laughs> really? or uh, maybe a little bit less because the commercial was taken out maybe yeah i think it was like three yeah without commercials but so that was yeah that was my first that was your first wow it wasn't planned or anything <laughs> but it stuck in my mind for a long time um did you recognize any of the actors i mean obviously not when you were that young but going back to it did you recognize anyone i was gonna text you the other day and be like did you know seth green <laughs> played uh richie right yeah i was like what i'd never would have recognized that yeah. even a few years ago i never would have he was the the clowny uh character yeah and um that's crazy like how old he is a, he he had a spiked uh spiked hair yeah in, in, in the show with the gl- big glasses and that mm-hmm. um yeah yeah seth green uh was in there he was the only kid i recognized see i i never recognized him like no. ever i never would have oh no back then like he was um i don't think i knew him from anything yeah, no, um, he wasn't that. I was only going back into it that I was like, oh my God, Seth Green. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you only realize like recently or was it? Yeah, a yeah. While not ago? Only, only when I went, when, when I bought the, um, the DVD uh, yeah. to, to watch and, and I watched it. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I would not recognize them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for me at the time, though, I recognized quite a few of the adult stars. They were all in shows. Uh, like, like John Ritter. John Ritter. He's dead, which is so sad. Yeah. He's my uh, favorite. From Three's Company. Yeah. I mean, he was like one of my favorite actors mm-hmm. when, I, when I was a kid. I loved him. Um, yeah, he, he was in there. The, uh, Henry Thomas, who I knew of, and I knew he was in a show called The Waltons, which yep. was... <laughs> my mom used to watch it. She was like, oh, look at it. I, I really didn't like that show. Like, it was such Aww. a... I, it was such a family-oriented and... Yeah. Um, Although I, I remember watching quite a bit. I don't know if it was because of my sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just watched uh, with her. What was his name on the show? Was it Danny? Was oh, it John Boy. John, Johnny Boy. John, John Boy. Boy. Good night, Mary Ellen. Good night, John Boy. Oh. Remember when they say good night? <laughs> At the end. I and the lights episode. flick off? Yep. I like that show. But yep. That's an old show. That's really old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh man! Even I watched that. That was in like I think reruns at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I knew I knew Henry Henry Thomas. He was also in the sci-fi movie, which was a, a bit of a Star Wars ripoff. Yeah, uh, but that's that's all I, I knew Never him from. Seen it. And then he kind of popped in and out of shows and all that. I don't think he had any ongoing work um, mm-hmm. since. So I I knew him. I recognized him. I recognized John Ritter, of course. Right. Um, I uh, Harry Anderson. He was Judge Harry on the show Night Court. Oh. Okay, I never would see. I didn't put that together. Yeah, so either. he played. Yeah, he played Adult Richie. Yeah. Um, and I knew him very well because I loved that show Night mm-hmm. Court. Um, and uh, Tim Reed. 
Tim, yeah, Tim T- Reed. Yeah, Tim Reed, who was in the sitcom WKRP in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. another one of my favorite sitcoms. And um, I think later on he was in another show. Uh, he played a cop. Um, but yeah, so I, like half 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 the loser club, I I, I recognized. Right. So uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So, you have any favorite parts from uh, the miniseries? Favorite parts, or, well, or parts that really stuck with you? Okay. Well, I think so. Obviously, like the miniseries, like it isn't as scary as the remake, but yeah. for the times, it it was. But I think there were certain parts in it that still win as scarier than the remake, and the one note i remember writing down was the beverly bathroom bathroom scene i think the miniseries did a better job even though like the remake had better effects and stuff right it just it had more of that scare feel to it like um it was a lot slower the the sink was talking like with the children's voices voices, that's that's pretty scary to me yeah which the remake it didn't do that right no no Uh, well it, it it did have have uh the voice uh and then yeah she reached in there and then the hair the from hair, the sink yeah. would grab her mm-hmm. uh which was i thought it was a pretty close sequence but it was yeah it was a different it was a different vibe the first the miniseries had more of a slow build up and a kind of a creepiness and, and then some, with the balloon yeah. coming out of yeah oh the it's, sink it's the slowness exploding. yeah something very like unsettling about that scene yeah. which made that probably the better scene than the remake because there's not you know the remake obviously wins Special a lot effects. but yeah, it's yeah. the times yeah no so i agree um a scene for me which was really freaky for me um is when the bullies or two of the bullies uh including uh bowers mm-hmm. and uh one of the other i think it was belch the guy was named yeah. belch the henry they, bower gang when they call it. yeah the bower gang yeah yeah like yeah um this was this was closer to the end of uh the storyline with the the kids and they were in the sewer and they had i think they had stanley they they yeah they 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 were holding stanley hostage and then Mm -hmm. it came through the pipes and it burst through the pipes and it it lifted belch up all you saw was light and he had this blank look on his face oh yeah yeah and then mm -hmm. it brought him into the open pipe now and then folded him in half, like forward, yeah. and then slowly brought him into the pipe, and he just had this blank look on his face. Wow, that, that creeped me. That was scary. That that was <laughs> and creepy. Even I, I just rewatched that scene, and it was okay. like, oh my god, they did that so well, mm-hmm. and um, eerie as hell, man. Yeah. Um, I I agree with the. Uh, agree with you with the beverly scene uh, i i did enjoy that as well um i like the the scene in the chinese restaurant when um even though the effects were a little bit older when they were the fortune cookies were cracking open and they yeah. had the kind of claymation mm-hmm. parts like eyeballs and, and yeah. the wing and all that uh creature looking things yeah yeah uh, i i enjoyed that mm-hmm. um the the scene which was in the miniseries but not the movie was with uh richie in the showers and oh, the, yeah. the showers came alive mm-hmm. i mean he was forced to go to have a shower his mom said don't don't take a shower with those boys you'll you'll get sick it's like the germaphobe germ, yeah yeah germaphobe yeah. 
but the the coach made him take a shower and the, and the showers come alive and scald him and everything it's like mm-hmm. how vulnerable are you that You're was naked really good in the showers and they, they're all lifting up and mm-hmm. coming at him and then um pennywise pops out of the the drain yeah that, um that was that was pretty good uh, yeah, for sure. And I would say the moving picture scene in the yes. that was pretty well done too, because you don't expect it, right? When uh, he opens the book, Bill, and sees Georgie, and then he winks, and then yeah, blood. yeah. <laughs> yeah drops Whoa. the book, and blood just starts pouring out of the photo album. Yeah, and what's made even more eerie is because only the kids see this; mm-hmm. none of the adults can yeah. see this and they're touching the blood and they they're picking up the bloody album and yep. they're not reacting to it and you're like what mm-hmm. how are you not seeing this yeah um and 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 that's another thing what stephen king did well with uh the story is the isolation that the kids have like so often you will see horror movies where the parents are just they're just not there you know, like A yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street and, and all, all that stuff. It, it focuses on the kids, but the parents just Halloween, aren't reacting. like, yeah. that first movie, you, there's not even parents in it. No, no. Like, it's crazy. Um, was that because they didn't want them to know that uh, her brother was uh, Mike Myers? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Well, that wasn't done in the first film that was later added in the second film yeah and that's since been nixed okay in in the remake uh oh right yeah yeah, they they said oh you know you heard that story that you he was his brother and like no no that was just they 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 pass it off in the movie Mm -hmm. uh, as not not a thing not a thing it's kind of then you watch the 2018 like that is her brother um, did you see the the halloween the the new one no, no, the one before that. H two O. That what's called. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it's it's meant it. to be Halloween twenty, as in Halloween twentieth anniversary. Oh, okay. And but it's it's, it's shortened to H two O. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they 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 went they rolled with that, but mm-hmm. um, in the new one, you know how they're always making you now the remakes are like, oh, now this doesn't count anymore. It's only this yeah. sequel. They tried to do that with Terminator as well. Um, that's but, true. but uh, anyways, we're getting off topic. Yeah. We're, <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, yeah, the absence of parents, and but in this one, you can have parents, but if they can't see anything that Pennywise is doing, mm-hmm. how could they possibly help? They're not believing the kids, right. or if, if the kids try to try to say something, you know, like, what, what are you talking about? Stop, stop acting foolish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was such a clever way to isolate the kids. And not think of some sort of um, story that, for a reason for the parents not to be there. Yeah. You know, um, like, oh, the parents are out of town. Or the parents are out of, you know, you don't have to always do that. Oh, the parents could be there. Mm -hmm. They just can't see. Yeah. uh, All the stuff that's happening. It gives it more of a story, too. Because if the parents were there, you know, the story, I don't think the story would be good. Yeah, it would, it it would drastically change the story. Because Pennywise goes after kids. Yeah. He doesn't go after her. Exactly. Uh, usually doesn't go after It's their thing adults. to fight this off and kind of battle through it and face their fears, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Because uh, adults aren't easy to scare as children. Or <laughs> yeah. Pennywise reckons, anyways. Exactly. 
But yeah, that stood out to me the most. Like, those scenes I thought were scarier. Um, I still like the movie. Mm-hmm. But after watching the new one, I realized, like, wow, it's, the new one's so much better. But later on when we talk about comparison, there's definitely things that Tim Curry did better and things that Bill Skarsgård did better. So. Yeah. they. What I liked about it is they played two very different Pennywises. Yeah. And I, I appreciate it. And they do each of them very well in their own regards. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad uh, Skarsgård didn't try to copy what Tim mm-hmm. did, because uh, Tim was a very affable, friendly type of clown. And he's always smiling, but yeah. he's just doing spooky stuff. Uh, or he, he was very like he was all about the personality. That's what people don't get. Like he actually just played a clown, traditional like a clown you would see at a kid's birthday party, mm-hmm. just. You know, he wore his emotions on his sleeve. And, like, the first miniseries, it was very, um, he had, like, more lines and stuff. Yeah, he, yeah, he. He actually had, like, a physical role of, you know, and he kind of just wanted to scare them away. It wasn't as crazy as the second one. Like, he wants to kill, right? Yeah. What were you talking about with the adults? Like, when when he, the losers are um, coming back to uh, Derry. Mm-hmm. And in the miniseries, he's he wants them to keep away. Yes. Yeah, sorry. I was talking about that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. in the movies, he's like, no, come I'm back. Not, yeah. <laughs> so, it, like, very different um, motivation and stuff. It's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Because the chapter one and two, right? Like, it's more of a non-verbal communication kind of role. Mm-hmm. Like, everything he does is through expressions. And it's all physical, which is, like, it's so powerful. Because he doesn't have that many lines if you think of it not in comparison no but when he has that screen time like he makes the most of it and yeah. it's crazy it's so like it's so chilling yeah does it, and that smile that iconic <laughs> smile that i know he probably had to work on or the the slightly off eyes yeah like they're not quite focusing on you there's one kind of focusing over there there's one kind mm-hmm. of focusing over there yeah. um should we just talk about comparison of the clowns now we're getting <laughs> that's, uh, we that's, can that's okay it's okay um, I guess we can kind of go Back down there. Uh, why don't we could stop and then go back to that sure. subject? It doesn't no matter. problem. Um, doesn't really matter. So yeah, let's get into the uh, the newer stuff. Okay. Uh, the the newer film. Um, so who was your favorite character? Oh, man, it you know what it would it almost changes upon viewing. Um, mm-hmm. But for okay, we'll, we'll we'll talk about the kids first. For the kids, uh, I think it was it was it was a split between uh, Eddie and Richie. Okay. Um, this is for the for the new the new films. Um, mm-hmm. For for the older films, I, I liked the kids, and I, I thought they had good chemistry. I thought they had better chemistry than the adults did. The adults felt Definitely. a little melodramatic or forced. Yeah. Um, but uh, I thought the kids were a little bit more natural, uh, especially Seth Green. He yeah. had good chemistry with everyone, mm-hmm. and you could see he was the standout child actor. Yeah, I find. Um, in the new one, it was really split, o- almost an even split. Uh, yeah. Although Eddie and Richie, especially their their um, their chemistry, I thought really really worked. That was strong. Um, 
<laughs> and, and and the fact of making like Richie like swear every second word and <laughs> he was hysterical. He referred to his dick so much <laughs> too. It, you knew he was gonna become like a comedian in the yeah. you know the, when he grew up. But yeah, I couldn't really pick a favorite character at the time because all seven of them like, they complement each other as a yeah, whole. Yeah, I I agree. Probably the the weakest link would be Stanley. He didn't get a lot to do. Yeah. Um, oh, he ironically is that he they gave him more scenes in the second film during the flashbacks. He had yeah. a, a lot more significant scenes, mm-hmm. which I which helped flesh him out uh, a bit more. But then he is the weakest link in the group, so it, it kind of makes yeah. sense. I was like, what is his purpose? Like, he's definitely that one that has the hanger on, and it, he, and the, he, he has took, issues. You were like, okay, yeah. this kid. Maybe that's what Stephen King was trying to like put portray like he has mm-hmm. issues like he doesn't want to believe anything's happening he was the last one to be convinced yeah um in in in, in both versions mm-hmm. um or maybe a, a, a little bit quicker in the in the movie because he saw the painting uh come to yeah. life and yeah. it, where in the miniseries it wasn't until the photo album that he yeah. um mm-hmm. that, that he finally had to admit he believed mm-hmm. um but I thought he played the the reluctant believer uh, well, and um, even at the end of the first one, when they're all making the vow to come back, if yeah. if it comes back, he was like, he, first he he didn't say anything. He 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 didn't vow. Yeah, that face, yeah. Like facial expression. He, but he he looked so traumatized. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, for the kids, oh man. So you have Mike, Ben, Bill, Stanley, Beverly, Richie, and Eddie. I really like Beverly's performance. That's so she she was so strong in chapter like one mm-hmm. for the remake. Like she, but in the miniseries she was kind of timid, shy, and she had to gr- she had to grow into her like strongness. Yeah, even a word strength. <laughs> she had to grow into her strength and like overcome you know her dad and the clown. But I found the chapter one like she was already like like badass bitch and. She, yeah, she didn't show a lot of fear, and if she did, like she overcame that. Most of her fear was towards her father. Yeah, and yeah, she. I think she might may have had the worst of it. Oh, I, for for it sure, was did bad. she? Bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Um, well, I mean Richie, too, with his uh, with his mom, mm-hmm. um, just an over his or overbearing. Uh, mother yeah but yeah it's for for sure she had the word and it it's, it reflects later in life on who she chooses mm-hmm. to marry yeah know, exactly abusive husband yeah so it sort of comes back to her where she falls down that hole again and then she comes back to dairy yeah a lot of it comes around like you see on most of the kids that what they do and how they act as a kid reflects later in life um sure. bill being a writer yeah um beverly in this kind of cycle of of, of, of abuse mm-hmm. um and uh, uh mike is kind of the the lore taker the information gatherer he's yeah. the one who stays behind and mm-hmm. is still recording all all this stuff yeah um ben ben is very um I, how, to, how to put this? He's the entrepreneur of the group. Yeah. You know, he, he takes these projects on and, and really delves into them as well. Making the fort, 
in the, the underground fort, um, mm -hmm. doing, doing research. Um, and then later on, he's a freaking CEO. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, it's good looking and yeah, opposite of what he was as yeah. a kid, right? Opposite of a new kid version. But I guess my I guess my favorite is Beverly. Yeah, because I can relate to her the most mm -hmm. in both movies. Like she start in the miniseries. I feel like as a child, I started off really timid and shy. I never wanted to sort of stand up for myself. But I feel like. As I grew, I was more Beverly in the It Chapter 1. Oh, I see. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Like, I could relate to that. With Mike, like, I was very intrigued by Mike because he didn't have a lot of... There's not that much info on him because he came in kind of late. Yeah, and we didn't get really much back history on him. Which is why... But then the... His parents were killed in the fire. fire. Yeah. But Chapter 2, he's kind of like the main... Oh, Character, yeah. though. He, he's the, the linchpin, the, the yeah. one who, who brings them together. And, he's know, a strong one, literally, out of yeah. all of them, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's the one who delves into the origin of uh, Pennywise. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, finds out about the, the, the native history that's connected with it. Mm -hmm. And he goes down this, like, this almost spiritual path yeah. way uh to to find out and how to defeat him mm -hmm. um which was much more elaborate than the it miniseries oh yeah you know that movie was friggin long like part two mm -hmm. Chap that was like three hours yeah was yeah so longer than the miniseries yeah it yeah it was it was um i enjoyed um I did. I, I enjoyed the adults much more in the remake than mm -hmm. the original. Uh, they were a lot better fleshed out. Yeah. Um, they. I I knew right away who was who. Pretty that much. That was awesome. Yeah. You like you don't really see too many films that kids that turn into their adult life. Mm -hmm. They don't. They never cast actors and actresses that look like. The kids but this one was spot on yeah kudos to the cast and director yeah you don't even need to know like the name or anything you're like okay that's bev yeah that's definitely bill yeah and so on yeah no i uh I, I agree on that one um can we talk about like, the bullies for a second like oh. they're they were murderers like they weren't even <laughs> in both movies i think yeah Gosh, he fucking terrible. King really knows how to write bullies. I yeah. mean, he writes freaking scary bullies. Mm -hmm. you, you go back to Stand By Me and, and with oh Kiefer Sutherland's group, you know? Oh, and wasn't the little kid was in Stand By Me, right? From the miniseries. Bill was the kid that played one of the boys. I was going to mention that. Um, and he, he's dead, yeah. Bill played in... Stand by me. Are you sure? The the yeah. older Bill. Well, the, Bill. The, the little kid in the miniseries. The uh, young the kid. I'm gonna have to disagree with you. Yeah. Okay, so the the four well, the four people were the one who died was River Phoenix. Okay. In real life, he died in real life. Mm -hmm. That's not Bill. No, I know that's not. Okay. Bill. Um, I, Will I, Wheaton. Who is? Look this up. <laughs> hey, he, I think he does. <laughs> plays plays a bully or one of the main four kids. 
You're making me think now. I don't know. <laughs> we'll I, I just mean we'll Bill. We'll get back to that. <laughs> Bill in the miniseries, which I don't remember his Kid name. Kid Bill? Yes. Plays one of the kids from Sam, I mean? Yes. If I'm wrong, I feel so stupid right now. <laughs> I should put money on this. because You should. <laughs> if it's not that, Pour it's something else. You know, I have to look this up. I'm sorry. What the hell is his name in real life? Uh, but no, I I yeah. I agree. Um, he he does bullies well, mm-hmm. uh, and he and you he, and Chris uh, Christine as well. Yeah, he he just yep. does these scary guys who don't know when to draw the line. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, yeah, the ba- Bauer is he is he's, he's a psycho. That's like I consider them murder murderers. Like they're not even bullies. Yeah. And they the way they slice. Oh. Uh, Oh my god! Ben's stomach, and yeah, yeah. So that was hinted that they were gonna do it in the miniseries, but mm-hmm. when I saw it in the movie, the theatrical film, is like, wow, yeah. that was yeah, carving him up. It like really bothered me. Like, turkey. Oh. Yeah. But you know, Stephen King is good at that. Yeah. There's um, a little fat, ki- the fat kid too, and oh god, it's so sad. And we just got so endeared to him with yeah. the scene between him and Bev. And hey, new kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that was that was yeah that was uh that was that was rough to to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the 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 guy who played Bowers, you definitely went to smash in the face. <laughs> yeah, and um, and his little troop, Belch and um, big uh, Hogstetter. Uh, Patrick Hogstetter, who is the yeah. fir- who is the first one who died uh, from uh, Pennywise when they mm-hmm. got him in the sewer. Yeah, kind of looked like a young John Travolta. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then later on, he gets his cousin, and then the, the, the gang gets bigger, mm-hmm. which um, leads to one of my favorite scenes in the first movie. Rock War! Yeah. Oh. That was a memorable scene for sure. Um, I liked it in the in the miniseries, but this was done so much better mm-hmm. in, in the theatrical. I mean, I f- you felt those rocks hit yeah. you. <laughs> um, I think that scene was when probably the first time in the movie and the miniseries where they first like, stand up for themselves. Bonded, yeah. That was like the journey. Okay, let's go. Like... Because Mike, getting... Mike just stumbled into them. Yeah. At that point, mm-hmm. you know, being chased by Bowers boys. It was hilarious. So good. That that was a memorable scene for sure. Um, okay, where were we now? Uh, we we can do the comparison. Uh, so, um, miniseries to theatrical. Whose kids story do you think was better? Uh the remake for sure yeah that the connections were so like spot on it the, made sense for the times it just yeah it's probably why i like that movie so much more than the second movie and even the miniseries so yeah me too yeah uh, of the three of them i think chapter one stands out the most mm-hmm. um there's the kids have so much more personality in yeah. the theatrical mm-hmm. and uh the acting is so much better yeah um that I just, yeah, you just just fell in love with these kids, mm-hmm. and you wanted them to be safe. And the like, the characters are so strong too. Like, mm-hmm. 
it's, it's good. Uh, Finn Wolfhart, Wolfhart from Stranger Things. Oh, I love that kid. Standout, standout. He was he was incredible. Mm-hmm. In it. uh, They're so smart for casting him. Like I I was wondering if they were gonna take any of the kids from Stranger Things. Oh and, yeah. Because like that show was awesome too, right? Like, mm-hmm. Good little group. But yeah, you perfect. Yeah, when role. when you watch Stranger Things, you you definitely get the losers vibes. From, yeah. from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. So good. Yeah, I I, I agree as well that the the kid's story is uh, better told. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, and I gotta say, I I think the adults are better as well in chapter two than the miniseries. Uh, I I think they had, I think they just bonded uh, better. And um, you, you got some really big names in there. Um, James McAvoy, mm-hmm. um, I, I killed it as Bill. I thought he was perfect as Bill. Yeah, um, just all around. Um, and I only realized yesterday that that was him, mm-hmm. the guy that plays the dude in Split. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy crap! Yeah, it's it's weird. you don't you know because like they look so different in these roles, and sometimes you don't realize. I was like, wow, just blend in. Because yeah. when I saw Split, I only saw him as that guy. Right, and he's playing like four different personalities. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so. incredible uh, performance yeah. from, uh, from him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I again, I just, I just think it's more fleshed out, and I, I get, I felt like these were, they all knew each other as kids, and mm-hmm. they just instantly, when they all met back at the Chinese restaurant, yeah, it was just like an instant bond, mm-hmm. and the miniseries, uh, it just wasn't hidden for me um, with a lot of them. Yeah, with, with like Beverly was more stronger in the miniseries because, like, she was like a little hoe bag. She came <laughs> and she faints, right? And then she kisses two people right yeah. away. She's like, "Hi guys!" Yeah, I'm like holy shit. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I agree too. They're both a lot stronger, but definitely way more stronger as kids. I think, like the vibe I mm-hmm. got from the when they come back in chapter two is like, "Wow, like we're so anxious. We want to like live our lives right now." Let's get this clown out of the way so we can go back to... I got that vibe. Yeah, yeah. It, it was almost... It, they were scared, but at, there was a lot more jokey and elements to it. A lot it, of comedy in it. Um, which works as tension breakers and would probably happen. Like, if if, if a, a bunch of us got together and we had to go face something murderous, there'd probably be a lot of black humor, gallows humor yeah. between everyone. So mm-hmm. I got that. Me too. But because of that... it felt less scary like they were less scared you know i think they do that because like there's so much trauma for this film like that's that's like the storyline pretty much they all have trauma these kids so i feel like stephen king wanted or whoever they wanted to kind of ease it up a bit because if they went full on how the book was people then you know they'd complain about it like this is like too much for me to watch and so it's kind of balances out like like you just said I'm very curious to see. Um, now I think I will get it on Audible if it's there. I, to, to see the differences and to see how much was um, written in the script that was different from the book as regards to humor and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, King is pretty good at humor, um, but these actors really brought it, and yeah. I, I wonder if any of this was ad libbed because mm-hmm. um, they're also such talented actors. So I'd be curious to see what, you know, script to, script to book comparison. 
I think the remake is more like the book rather than the miniseries. I think so too. Even though people were so bothered by some scenes, and it's like if you only knew what was in the book, like in all the scenes that he couldn't even add in. Yeah. Very like disturbing stuff, right? Yeah, and both the miniseries and the books had scenes that were in their version, but not in the yeah. other version. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I wonder if that's in the book as well. Yeah, probably. Probably. Well, only over a thousand pages, so I yeah, it's it's all in the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder how like wonder how many more other. I mean, when you have like seven main characters, though, that's it's understandable. That's, that's the true. book is so big, and they all have their stories and like crazy like things are going through and a no lot of them one... are dealing with like death too with their parents like most of them because yep. mike's parents right they died in the fire mm-hmm. um ben's dad died i couldn't remember how that was Was that was he in the navy because i think the he was in the series... military oh the military yeah. yeah um bill's no bill's parents were alive bev's bev's mom died, died. childbirth yeah what was the last one that was it, right? Yeah, what, Reggie and, and uh, Eddie's... Richie's pair... Richie only Richie. had the mom, right? Yeah. But his dad died? Because I don't remember if they said anything. I don't There's remember. There's so much to, like, look up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But most of them, like, had that in common, too. But mm-hmm. they don't talk about it too much. No, no, they don't delve uh, yeah. too much into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, well, so far it's two points to the new. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's talk pennywise okay um we have two very different pennywises with yes. uh, tim curry mm-hmm. uh being as i said a more traditional clown but then would go dark like there was certain points where his he would just like oh we all float down here yeah we all float and you know it's like oh, you don't sound like a happy clown right now <laughs> georgie <laughs> georgie yeah um, they're two different clowns and i like first i'm like oh i like this clown better like hands down but then i realized like they're totally two different clowns like like tim curry for example he's um i think he wins for personality because he has more lines sure of emotions he has a script He's actually playing a clown, like you would see at a party and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I think, just for personality, just that, like he gets beep beep Richie. Yeah, <laughs> he's fucking hilarious, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you go back and watch, like oh my god, this guy's so funny. Mm-hmm. So I think he gets points for that, but uh, personality for Bill, like I said, it's more of a physical, like not like a nonverbal thing. Yeah, and he does, it's but di- he does a more creepier voice. Yeah, you it's know, scary. It's, um, I don't want to say childlike, but he, oh, oh, this, oh, oh. He still knows how to lure them in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I, I, I do like his performance. It's kind of weird that, okay, why would any kid want to be closer to this guy? <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't look like a clown, really. But then he, he, like, um, emphasizes with the, with the child he's like oh no no one no one thinks uh yeah. like like likes to play with me either like mm-hmm. he, he, he he knows how to fuck with them he sets up a bond between him and mm-hmm. the kid and and that puts him off their guard yeah and then he either eats him or takes him yeah um but it's like it's pretty awesome how they they did that 
like how he barely had to say anything and you were still creeped out. Yeah. Because they say like you don't like words mean nothing. Like the nonverbal communication like is everything. How mm -hmm. you like how you look at someone and the way you move. You know. But uh, yep. anyways, where was I? Personality wise, I think goes to Tim Curry. But then if we go into like the actual visual effects, scary. That's oh yeah, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, so I mean, you could say Tim did all his based on performance. Yeah. Uh, Bill had the aid of uh, special effects, modern mm -hmm. day special effects. Yeah, which is more probably more true to the book. In yeah, you know, you just they just didn't have the budget for the miniseries. Yeah, you, you, yeah. they I, I bet they wanted to do stuff like that, but you can't, mm -hmm. and you can't. It's not only budget, but because of censorship. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't make it too scary. Yeah. Um, I think the original miniseries was based more on suspense than horror. Mm -hmm. um, there was there was a exactly. couple couple of scenes. I I did really like the the talking Stanley head scene in the refrigerator. Yeah. That was, that was... really well done. Mm -hmm. um, and it, he's going to everyone and and, and, and talking to them all yeah. and just like pointing out mm -hmm. how much of a loser they are. Um, so that was that was pretty cool, but yeah, the new one just had so much more with the the teeth coming out. It's just the updated and, clown, right? They yeah. cranked up the horror aspects off the Tim Curry, and it's good they they build it off him. They didn't try to make it like better or like try to show him up. They just try they worked around it. I found yeah. to say how can we make it more for like modern, modern horror? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like the makeups totally different like the tim curry has the regular clown makeup right yep. and then bill skarsgård has like the lines that go down from yeah oh my he's pretty much like the joker's brother and he has these kind of two buck the teeth, teeth. <laughs> yeah and, he's, and he has that in real life so when that guy does like the smile from around jimmy camel I was like oh my gosh you just you just need the makeup you still see it yeah it's great yeah yeah i like that he has like a dirty clown outfit yeah um so I was, I was re so I was watching the second one. Um, I was watching the last hour of it or so last night, mm -hmm. and in this one, his clown suit is all filthy. Was it like that in the first movie, or was it clean? I can't remember. Uh, for some reason, that's not popping I, in I my head. Know. I never thought of that. Because I was like, oh, is it dirty? reflecting the 27 year later I think, yeah I, there were parts where he did have a clean outfit yeah. on i cannot I have to I have to look up some uh images on that because i thought oh okay well that's kind of an interesting thing mm -hmm. um he's not you know he's not trying to lure them at all in mm -hmm. any way he's like he doesn't he knows they're coming back and he wants to kill them so he's like i'm yeah. just gonna appear as this dirty scary clown <laughs> no, i remember that part now yeah i think it was all different parts where he was clean and then yeah, you're it, right. You don't yeah. think about it, right? So yeah, yeah. I, I don't Just know. like subtle little costume things. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I thought all the scenes with Georgie were was particularly uh, unnerving. Yeah. Because uh, here you have poor Bill, like just guilt ridden. Yeah. That his his younger brother was uh, taken, and um, and it's always bringing him up. And, and he knows that the, the reason why he wasn't out there, he just didn't want to play with him that day. Mm -hmm. he, he faked being sick. Yeah. Um, 
and then that was like the the haunted thing that Pennywise makes um, Georgie say, like, "You lied and I died. You lied and I died." Drives and him crazy. He just tries to guilt them, um, and uh, so with Bill, he never really tries to scare Bill. It, it it's all through guilt. It's almost like he wants Bill to give himself up. Yeah. You know, just take me because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I should have been the one to be to be taken on that. Um, the emotion from Bill, I think, was stronger in the miniseries. Like, he was so sad, would mm-hmm. break down. Um, well, the second, the, sorry, the remake, he doesn't, I guess because he's, uh, he's in denial. He still thinks Georgie's alive, so maybe that's why he wasn't. Yeah, he he he's the one who gets tricked the most. Yeah, because he knows, like in the miniseries, like he, okay, he's dead and he's crying and he's mad, but he literally thinks he's still alive in the, yeah. the remake. Yeah, so. um, there's a scene when he's he just got his bike back, and um, he he's dr- driving past the old house and he goes up to the sewer and he says, why? Yeah. yeah, why did you why did you take Georgie? Why mm-hmm. did you take him?" And Pennywise says, "Because you weren't there." Yeah. Um, and he, he see he sees Georgie and tries to reach uh, out to him, mm-hmm. and is like, you know, you gotta know this isn't Georgie. Georgie yeah. is dead, and but he still is in denial, and he still reaches for him. He falls in that Like trap. everyone now is like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, he he just can't get over. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would in, in, until later on in the kind of the harrowing uh, scenes when Pennywise has them all separated and put them through their nightmares. Yeah. Pennywise, in a way, helps him get over it because mm-hmm. he, again, uh, he finds himself, he's observing himself in the flooded basement and he yeah. sees young self uh, just come down the stairs and then Georgie in the water again and, but Bill, adult Bill's in the middle of it and he's watching this exchange. Mm-hmm. And then at one point he he takes Georgie and just like basically drowns him. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's kind of him getting over it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, did you want to dive into any other characters you really wanted to talk about? I think okay. One of my favorite scenes I was gonna bring up was when Richie was confronting his mom and he has like the pills in his hand he goes do you know what these are they're gazebo <laughs> i i rewinded it probably yeah. 10 times and i'm laughing so hard it's so cute i was like oh my god it's so adorable gazebos instead of placebos oh, it's so funny yeah i i really like that part for some reason like some of the comedy stuff in it is <laughs> yeah he goes it means it's bullshit it's gazebos <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I really like that part. And I guess that's when he started becoming strong. Mm-hmm. He knew, like, it's all bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that scene. I don't know if there's any other characters. Um, I like I like how Ed kind of, in, it kind of comes out to himself. Yeah. Uh, at the end, uh, and he, you know, he he loved Richie, and he was like the most upset when he mm-hmm. he died uh, at the uh, at the end of chapter two. Yeah. Um, he was always in in denial. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that was some really good character building there. Yeah. Um, Beverly, of course, had a lot of 
good scenes of a character building with her, you know, denying her father mm-hmm. the, the the fight she had with her father when she was fought him off for the, yeah. well, for, the, for the last time there. That when was she locks herself in the washroom, he comes in and she's in the shower and has like a some kind of a block, just fucks him up with it. Yeah. Does, so does he die then? I was very confused. No, no, no. Because remember, she came when she came as an adult to visit the old place. That's why I was asking that. Yeah. Because I thought he had died. No, no, he didn't die. Okay. He was just, you know, knocked out. Knocked out. Um, okay. Yeah. But she got away from it. Mm-hmm. I think she she went to live with uh, another uh, family member. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she she had a really really great full circle storyline. Um, I do really like in chapter two how. We didn't get rid of the kids. They still had lots of flashbacks. The flash, yeah. Yeah, and that was really important. I, I think if it was just pure adults, I would have liked it less. I still don't think it was as good as chapter one, but I would have liked it even less yeah. if they didn't have those flashbacks. If someone's watching that for the first time and they don't know like what the hell they're watching, they would know. They would pick up right away because they would go to like the flashback. Yeah. And you kind of pick up like, okay, well, they're going back to when they're kids and they're fighting off this clown yeah kind of. so that yeah that's good that they did that so that format felt a little closer to the miniseries because mm-hmm. you always go back and forth yeah um so what did you think of how the miniseries did it and in, in that they integrated the the past and the present to mm-hmm. the movie splitting it up basically first movie all kids and then the second movie mainly adults with a few flashbacks well i was gonna say like like they did that better they just by making it into two movies because yeah. it was more organized it made more sense like back then they, they didn't know right they just did it right you didn't yeah. really know like how it was going to turn out they were probably following the format of the book the yeah book more likely so when they did this they really took their time with it and said how can we make this like better and more organized and plus more money right so two different movies. yeah that's, that's true that's <laughs> a smart move there so that was like a point for them there with that yeah because you know exactly what's going on which is so freaking long that second movie i had to keep like pausing and stopping yeah i i watched i i, I fell asleep i had to rewatch the last hour or so mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not because i was bored but it was it's long it's just yeah it's yeah. just really long it's just really long um but, i like how they made it more realistic to the book i didn't read the book but i read just some parts so okay. kind of figured like was this in the book was that in the book oh, okay. and it was all there like the beginning of chapter two mm-hmm. the carnival scene that was oh that's in, in the book that, yeah I, oh, I, I wanted I, to go look sure. back and make sure because i'm like why would i was like why would he add that in it must be in the book because it wasn't relevant right it was like yeah, it and was... i'm like the lgbtq community must be fucking like freaking out right now watching that scene yeah that's was like oh i wonder like warner brothers i think it was like yeah the criticism uh, they'll get for it you know what? That'll be interesting to, to, to look up. Um, one, because that does happen to them. You know, they are yeah. bullied and, and, mm-hmm. and stuff. So that's probably true. Yeah. Uh, it's just terrible that one of them is taken by yeah. it. I mean, that was like, okay, he's beat up, thrown into the river, and then killed by I this, did. you know, alien entity thing. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, yeah. And I didn't realize that guy appeared later on in the movie with uh, 
with Eddie uh, when he was in the park. He's handed yeah, a flyer, the, the you're missing flyer. Mm -hmm. And it, oh, it's like, holy crap. There he yeah, is. I know. Figure that some. <laughs> there he is dead, or it's Pennywise. Mm -hmm. um, so, again, again to, I'm going to talk a bit about direction. Okay. Um, so, the miniseries, um, it, did, it was what it was, but it felt like a TV thing. Yeah. There was no. For sure. There was no outstanding shots or, or subtlety to it that I, I, I know. Everything was like there happening. Mm -hmm. Most of the time you could tell it was on the stage or, 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 or whatever. Yeah. Um, what I really liked about the movies were all the times Pennywise was in the background that you don't maybe catch the first you time don't. around. Mm -mm. Yeah. Um, that was done exceptionally well. Uh, yeah. A couple, a couple of uh, scenes uh, when Ben was in the library, and the li old librarian is in the background. First, mm -hmm. she's just walking back, out of focus, too, yeah. walking back and forth. And then when he is reading about uh, Pennywise, and he sees that photograph mm -hmm. of the kid's head in the yeah. tree, and, and they they cut to Ben again, and you see the librarian standing maybe like 15 feet behind him out of focus but just standing there yeah. and like smiling oh my god yeah it was like even talking about it i'm getting shivers down my back i know <laughs> you don't necessarily catch it like you said the first yeah. time yeah i was like well i didn't i don't remember that at all mm -hmm. after until i watched it again mm -hmm. you see that balloon you're like oh, yeah yeah just and, a balloon in some scenes then, yeah yeah um oh eerie as hell yeah uh, uh another one is uh with with ed and he's in, when he's in the park and just before the the giant um statue uh, comes to life yeah and all all the, there was like performance going on behind him mm -hmm. and then everyone just stops and is, is looking towards them and mm -hmm. then they start swaying uh, as one it's just like i oh. really like that scene yeah just I'm like you're not real you're not real looks up oh fuck you're yeah. real <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought it would disappear. Cause, yeah, because it, it worked in the past. Yeah, when he was like cowering. He's like, you know, this isn't real. This is real, and it mm -hmm. was it was gone, and oh, it didn't work this so time. So funny. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed the the direction of uh, of of the film. It had mm -hmm. some um, great subtle horror, great jump scares. Yeah. Um, just uh the writing was a lot better yeah like the it the miniseries had a some of the writing was awful like when i watched it i was like oh my god it's some of the reference i don't even get yeah you know so the bully remember when they were in the classroom and I think the bower guy says to uh ben because you're fat and then the teacher goes go to the principal's office right and then he says uh you're dead fat boy and then the prince, uh, the teacher just stands there and looks at him like, yeah. like, yeah, it's okay that you just said that. Yeah. Just in, in modern times, like that mm, wouldn't happen. That wouldn't fly. She no. just stays silent, like it didn't phase her. He's fucking threatening to kill him, and yeah, yeah, just stuff like that. I noticed, like the writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and but also these take place in two different eras. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it takes place in. Uh, God, what, uh, in the 60s? When they're kids? That, that was, about right? Was it 58? 60s, 70s, 70s. Because it, it, it's the, somewhere. Modern times was 80s. Yeah. 
So it was either late fifties or sixties, I think. Right. Um, They only say it so many times too, and I can't remember. uh, (laughs) But you can just tell with the references and all that. Uh, the kid. Um, the adults were so weird in the, the miniseries, too. Like, yeah. Friggin' weird. And that hair. That hair. Bill's hair. The, <laughs> Bill's ponytail. Yeah. That was so greasy. <laughs> like, what the hell? Um, he was a cute kid. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas the new ones was, well, the kids, they were kids in the 80s. Yeah. So there true. was all these 80s references, um, which which we get music wise as well. They're listening to like ACDC and not you know mm-hmm. things from the fifties or something. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hi, Claude. Claude has just made an appearance and has scared Sarah. Like, <laughs> Make that into a film. <laughs> Claude the murder cat. Hey, Claude. You're scary boy. Um. <laughs> and then and then the chapter two is in modern times so it's yeah. just more relatable mm-hmm. uh, you get the references i didn't get all the references in the old miniseries like the whole beep beep red is like i still like not exactly sure what that is i don't know i think <laughs> that, <laughs> you know, i think that stuff that clowns just probably said. Like, i guess yeah they said a lot of dumb shit i thought then. it was referencing like a children's show or something maybe i don't know like, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure yeah but um yeah, it, that 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 type of silly stuff was dropped in the uh, in the remake. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's weird because they had to make Pennywise because already there's this kind of clown phobia in the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's very well that it might have been the first It miniseries that did it. Like you have that as well. I think yeah. Um, so now they had to come at a clown that's like, well, kids aren't really into clowns anymore. So mm-hmm. how are we gonna make this clown appealing yeah um, i think they made him more as a like a villain like a front so they had that clown yeah. look but really he's more of a villain he well he feels like this alien thing um trying to be what a clown should be yeah whereas tim curry's clown felt like a clown he was just he just played a clown yeah that's it yeah so we just had a little pause break there and uh, sarah has to admit something I was wrong. <laughs> Bill <laughs> Bill does not play in Stand By Me. But I'm trying to figure out what I watched that he played in. But you know what? I'll figure it out later. All right. Let's just forget that happened. Um, so, uh, final tally with Pennywise, we'll give it a tie. With, with regards to what's better or they, yeah. they played it so differently. It's Yeah, I think that's fair because it's just two different times and... They complement each other pretty well because they were building off Tim Curry's version, but yeah. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Did, did you know that the Tim Curry version made an appearance in the in chapter one? Really? Yeah, when um, Ed was in the room full of clowns because that was his fear when he was in the, that attic full of clowns. When they're in the old house mm-hmm. and they get split up and he ends up in the room that has all the clowns. Yeah. Uh, there's a Pennywise, oh, a Tim Curry version in oh. in with all the other clowns. Oh, I'm gonna have to go back and yeah, see that. <laughs> a little homage. Um, oh. I'm sure they probably would have asked him to come back into it, but he had a stroke uh, at that time. Yeah, he now, looks yeah. he looks messed up. It's so sad. Yeah, that's 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 really uh, right. heartbreaking. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll give each Pennywise a point there. Mm-hmm. Um, Horror-wise, though, 
obviously. Yeah, there, the there's there's better scares in the mm-hmm. in the remake. I I think uh, I know a lot of people will 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 stick to the the original, but I was not scared at all when I rewatched no. the, the miniseries. It's just for the time, it was scary. Especially if you're watching yeah. as a young kid. Or as, yeah, a six-year-old girl would probably be yeah. scared on that. <laughs> um, I do like also in the newer ones how they delved a lot more into the origin of it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the creature itself. Yeah. And, and I, I love the, uh, the whole aspect when uh, yeah, the ancient people the 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 natives of the land Mm -hmm. encountered him and how they defeated him yeah um they you didn't get any of that in the miniseries they would talk about the deadlights but you didn't know what the deadlights were here Mm -hmm. they you you know what the deadlights were and you you figure this thing comes from space Mm -hmm. this this and then it took over this um person who this 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 clown person so you actually get hints on what uh, became Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed that. Me too. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm glad we got that. So get into the ending. Chapter two. Yeah, we, we kind of briefly ba- go over that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, we can even chapter one. The the kids fight with uh, Pennywise mm-hmm. um, uh, versus the old old one, which was your preference. You mean like the like when they battle him? Yeah, when they when they're down by his lair or up just above his lair. Because they were a lot. I mean, I think the first one was more okay. They're they're like holding hands and they're like yeah. chanting. There's different things I'm remembering that were stronger. Because mm-hmm. I I, I want to say like the new one is still better, but there's stuff in the miniseries I'm remembering that that stood out to me that just seemed a lot stronger mm-hmm. you just said it, like when you're holding hands and like Bill for example he is not scared anymore he's like we're going in this house and we're fighting it and I don't care you know what happens yeah. more confidence in that part yeah the kids seem braver in the new one yeah um uh especially when when they're together mm-hmm. um I was kind of upset they didn't have the slingshot uh, stuff. I, I was with, waiting for that too. Yeah, the silver with the silver chunks. Yeah, it's silver. It kills monsters. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because it kills the werewolves. You know, against the I'm supernatural. Like, that's a talent, and they didn't even <laughs> freaking include it. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, and Beverly was a crack shot at the slingshot because that made her like badass in the miniseries. Yeah, that part, or else. Mm, yeah, it kind of gave her more of a purpose. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it gave her something to stand out as for mm-hmm. uh, a scale. I'm sure that was in the uh, in the book. Oh yeah, for um, sure. So uh, yeah, I was missing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, generally, I think uh, the movie was a, was more engaging. Um, they all all the kids went through kind of their their harrowing and. and and as, as he's trying to uh, split them up or break them up. Mm-hmm. Um, when he captured Bev and then started bringing her into the deadlights and as she was floating yeah. up there. Now I understood. Now I get the reference. We all float down here. I never got that in the miniseries. Me either. Like, I, I didn't really understand what mm-hmm. that meant. I thought, oh, floating in the sewer? Like, floating down the sewer? Yeah, like, what does that mean? But no, it's literally 
bodies floating around yeah. his his place of power, mm-hmm. I guess, even for lack of a better term. Um, and then we have the adults ending, mm-hmm. which I th- I remember even back when I saw it, I was disappointed. And my, I was all, too. All my friends were like, "He fights a they fight a giant spider." <laughs> I I thought it was scary then, and I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah, that's." It's kind of they just want to get straight to the point and the movie. You know, the purpose was like we defeat, defeat yeah. this thing. Yeah, I I guess it was supposed to represent Pennywise's true form. Yeah. Uh, and it just uh, not the best it's special effects. Cool. <laughs> it was not the best special effects. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I, yeah. The, but yeah. the ending <laughs> for this one, you know, like they had more time to explain things, and that's why it was so long too. Yeah, like they had to call the thing names and tell it, like we're not scared of you. You're an asshole. You're a prick. And they're just all yelling this, and they're getting like super excited because he's shrinking, yep. smaller and smaller, which is kind of cool too. Yeah, I, I, and I like how they got there. It's like, well, and it, it was, it was through Reggie's dying breath that said you yeah. know, I, I choked him and he he felt so small and so vo- yeah. this is when he was in the basement of the pharmacy mm-hmm. and, and he felt so small and so vulnerable and weak because mm-hmm. when he fought back he was like he yeah. couldn't he, mm-hmm. he, he wasn't a threat anymore mm-hmm. and then that gives I think Bev the idea is like well let's get him into a narrow passage so then right. he has to shrink mm-hmm. and then it was later that Mike says you know Physically making him small isn't the only way to make him small. Yeah. So they're, you know, showing they're not fear. And he depends so much on their fear. Yes. You know, if, if you're not scared of him, you can fight back. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why Mike has the least amount of interactions with him. Because he doesn't really go after Mike. Because Mike yeah. knows most about him. He knows his origin. That's tr- Oh, yeah, that's true. So he... Um, he, he leaves Mike alone for the most part. Uh, he thinks with a lot of common sense, too. Like yeah, everything he he's said, a logical thinker. Like, I remember he's like, we all have fears, guys. This is why it's happening. I remember he says that, like, specifically. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so he, he deals with his fear uh, quicker than the rest, and mm-hmm. uh, which is why he sent Bowers to try to to uh, kill him. And that's more in the miniseries yeah. than... The, the Bauer scene played out differently, very differently in the miniseries versus the new one. Mm-hmm. In fact, some of the characters weren't even in... in like, he gets attacked later on by Bowers. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, when uh, when Pennywise uses uh, Bowers, who is now in the insane asylum, because mm-hmm. he killed his father, um, yeah. he uses it as an instrument to try to kill uh, some of the kids, some of the losers. And, yeah. and then specifically goes after Mike because mm-hmm. Mike is kind of their their foundation. He knows. He holds the info. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah. Uh, so okay. Of, of the two, of the, of the kids ending, which was your preference? Oh, the remake. The new one and yeah. and the adults. The remake. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, the remake as well. Yeah. There's parts I liked from the old one, but. I, I had to pick one, yeah, the remake. Yeah, we are in agreement there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, uh, any last words you want to say on either of them? Uh, I think the only other thing was just some, like I said, 
the scenes that didn't make sense like so beginning of chapter two like quickly right there's a two gay guys at the right. carnival they play this game they beat the girl and they go thanks for like letting me win mm-hmm. and gives uh, her the prize and then they kiss right and that's when like the local teens yeah. see them and they start taunting them a lot and i then they go over to again more murderous bullies <laughs> yeah like oh my gosh like this i think that scene it was just like right off the bat when the second part started it was so powerful yeah and i'm like but why did they include that like i had to look it up and i did it was in the book and yeah there was like a lot of controversy over it like why would they show that it's not right and there's even like a fbi report that went out i was reading that in that like late june the lgbtq crimes for that for them specifically had went way up and i think they were trying to blame oh maybe like, some sort of connection yeah. i think king was just seeing like reading newspapers and like okay this yeah. is really awful that's happening to their community this is that is, exactly this this is going to like shake people mm-hmm. i mean that's the point of horror yeah right it's something that i think because we're still suffering from the like hate yeah. crimes right and i think he wanted to just make it clear like this isn't a nice little town that you think it is like this is still a problem in the world i think that's why he wanted to include that yeah in the movie but people obviously saw it as that's terrible yeah that's kind of making a statement which was cool right yeah and it's things in dairy even with um you know supernatural clown notwithstanding Mm -hmm. things in dairy is not uh there there's a meanness and evilness in dairy whether there is whether pennywise is the one that causes it or whether it was always there yeah is kind of up for interpretation mm-hmm. um but you you feel like uh it's like there's there's or it's just like the underside of america mm-hmm. you know with, with, with racism and all that and it, it is there yeah even here as well in canada um but um yeah, I, th- I think King just wanted to show that it's not just it, which is the evil. It's real issues that, yeah. you know, no matter how evolved we think society is getting with this, it's still something that's a problem, right? And that can be, like, yeah. more scary. Yeah. Like, old values, like things that were old values and people would do properly they're, they're kind of coming out from that darkness mm-hmm. from back in the day right now and they're i think that's what he was trying to say but I yeah mm-hmm. anyway that scene like that was, it was interesting because i'm like i don't remember that you know from the miniseries and stuff but it was definitely in the book yeah and i i'm surprised because it was written over a course of four years oh wow and um i guess it came I'm not sure when it was published. Um, probably mid '80s or so, because yeah, because then the mo- movie didn't come out till 1990, so that's it was somewhere in the yeah, '80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so even even back then, King King was seeing that and um, mm-hmm. decided to write on it. So that was already pretty a- ahead of his time. Yeah, where most authors would probably stay away from subjects like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then. The, that one scene we were talking about, the sewer scene with Beverly when she fucks all the... Oh, all my the, God. Yeah, they, glad he, that was not put into it. Um, and even... I know it sounds messed up, but I kind of wish it was put into the movie. 
Really? Yeah. I feel like he had to pick one, like, messed up scene from the book. Mm-hmm. He was allowed one. He picked that one with the gay dudes. Right. But. I don't think. It yeah. wouldn't have went well, though. It wouldn't have. No. Not with the kid. Maybe maybe as an adult they would have that. That would have worked. Yeah. Um, but uh, that would also kind of. I don't know. In the book, I it's because, like, I was reading it. They're not emotionally connecting in right. the sewer. And. For them to, they had to figure out a way to do that because they were, they got in this huge fight. Right. So I guess you know Stephen King was like, okay, well, Beverly will literally have sex with all of them. They all, and, got, they all got mini crushes on Beverly. Yeah. So she did that, and it was a way of them. It was a way of bringing them back together and getting out of the sewer. I read, I had to go online, and I was like, kind yeah. of curious. I'm not a pervert, I swear. Just like, <laughs> no, it's it's a really odd scene to put into a book. Yeah. Involving teenagers. Yeah. Well, time. they're kids, yeah. Were they you even know. teenagers or kids? Yeah, they were, they were still kids. They were they... 14, 13. Okay, yeah. yeah. But still, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what an interesting bonding moment. And it's supposed to symbolize <laughs> them transferring into, like, adulthood. adulthood. Yeah. Yeah. I know, it wouldn't have went well. Um, no, I don't, I, I don't think it would. And no. I think they had enough chemistry in, in that it wouldn't even translate well as an adult. I mean, it would. I think it would be detrimental to Beverly's character at that point because she's already in an abusive relationship, and now she's gonna have like sex with all her old friends. Yeah. It's like eh, that's too many. It's, yeah, that's a little too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, yeah, I'm fairly happy they didn't include that. Mm-hmm, it's but... it's still one of the, mo- the most weirdest aspect I've heard that Stephen King has ever written into a book. Mm-hmm. I think so. they kind of hopped around it with when Beverly was like kissing. In the in the mini I think series, that's kind yeah, of how they that was kind it. of a nod. Yeah. Yeah. Back I, and forth, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like nothing kind of led up to that. Yeah. Like, there was no like lead up to that, so mm-hmm. it was like that's yeah, better that we that's, not that's true. not do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been bad, man. Yeah. Um. Uh, I, I like the musical score in both of them. Um, I well, the one that stands out for me the miniseries it was that that kind of warped clown music. Yeah, and I you, loved you, it. You hear it when I put it on the DVD disc. That's what pops up on the menu screen. Like, yeah. like traditional, <laughs> but yeah. like just slightly off. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, that was good. That was pretty creepy. Yeah. Um, and uh, I. I thought the score was uh, good in the in the movies. Nothing too memorable, mm-hmm. um, although there's certain scenes of licensed music coming in that were very memorable, like when um, uh, uh, Richie is <laughs> fighting the diseased homeless guy that yeah. he keeps appearing as, <laughs> and then it vomits into his face. This is when he was older, yeah. and then you hear the song. Just call me angel. <laughs> it was like, that was oh. Was I was singing to that part. I was like, I was like oh, yeah. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was there was still a lot of humor in in the films, and um, I did enjoy that. I, I yeah. I it, it was enough humor that it didn't undercut the horror, but mm-hmm. just added to the characters, and yeah. it seemed. It seemed natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would recommend both versions if you're if you're curious. Because they both have 
uh, good qualities. Both have um, aspects of the book that neither film covers on uh, mm -hmm. with each other. Um, some are very similar to each other, um, like a lot of the stuff in the house and and just bathroom scene there's certain scenes where like okay well we're gonna adapt this as close as we can yeah. um th just take in mind when you see the 90s version it's it was on, it was on tv prime time so it's it's not super horrific mm -hmm. uh some of the acting is a little cheesy some of the lines are you know more melodramatic um and uh the the new one is um much more modern much more uh in times modern references yeah uh but uh i, th I think they're still both good that's a remake you definitely want to see because they they did a good job like they just did overall they did a good job stuck to yeah. the storyline didn't try to sugarcoat anything just it's more updated and more yeah. scenes and that's about it but yeah uh, so let's do ratings out of five skulls. Uh, let's talk about uh, the miniseries. What, what, what would you give it? You go first. You go first? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I would probably give it right in the middle. I'd probably give it a three. Three out of five skulls. Would you give that back then? Or is that after watching the new one, though? So that's that is time has... Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, probably. I, I probably would have gave it like three and a half, four... <laughs> Um, when I was a, when I was younger, probably even like maybe four and a half. Okay. Uh, although even then, the ending would have brought it down a bit because I, I didn't like how the, how the ending played out. Mm -hmm. um, but now rewatching it now, um, I, I it's it's still a three. Yeah, it's three. So it's about it's average, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, I can't. I have to give it. I want to give it a good score but like you said it's you know it's a little cheesy mm -hmm. but back then it's it scared me and it's something that's memorable so yeah i'll give it a three and a half okay five um chapter one i'm giving that i'm giving that like four and a half out of five mm -hmm. that for me it was a near near perfect horror with kids <laughs> yeah I'm going to give it a five. Oh. But then I'm going to give chapter two, like a four. Okay. That's, um, that's I'm just going right. by what I enjoyed most. But they're both really good. So. Yeah. 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 For chapter two, I... Yeah, I, I, I feel comfortable with four as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think uh, chapter two was... Um, not as scary but then it's it's the whole they're adults so they yeah I'm, I'm not as fearful for them it's not something people really care to watch unless you already watched like part one and oh you, yeah you, you know what's going on but yeah you have to watch you have to one. it's a thing where you yeah you have to but um with the inclusion of the 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 flashbacks of uh in, in chapter two i think that helped it a that lot mm -hmm. um so yeah yeah i give it a Give it a four. Mm -hmm. All right. Agreed. Cool. Well, that is it. 
It was a pleasure to have you on the show, Sarah. Thank you for having me. No problem. Maybe we could do another film uh, someday. And, for sure. And uh, as long as this pandemic stays uh, in check. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this was a lot of fun. I had fun. Thank you. Hope you did, too. I did. All right. Uh, until next time, I'm your host, David, and this is May Contain Violence, a horror appreciation podcast, and uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.